so we will have an online option available um, utilizing our school's PLP program uh, for parents to to sign their students up. I should stress that it, that'll be a semester at a time commitment um, so that you know there's some consistency for the student but also for in the classrooms here. Um, there's a lot of things in our plan that we still have to work through, you know, as you know, we get more guidance from the health departments, as we get more guidance from the state, there's, um, um, there's, you know, just things that we have to work through. Tammy, I see your question here. Uh, PLP, that's just a, as an online platform of courses that we can offer um, for students. So let me address that as your as you were there, it's kind of along the same lines of a platform as A plus, but a little bit um, more rigorous and a lot, a little bit uh, different offerings and those types of things. So hopefully that helps you there, Tammy. Um, you know, we understand that you know some of our families aren't going to necessarily, um, you know, it's it's pretty divisive, you know, out there in the community. And some of my colleagues that have already released their plans, you know, you see the feedback and it's it's all over the place um so we will be doing those two options we're also working on creating that option of you know a rolling closure is how they're kind of um you you terminology for it if we have to shut down for you know a couple weeks we have to shut down for a month so on and so forth um and it really depends on the week when you're talking with um health departments and it depends on which health department you're talking with what you're hearing and and where things are at you know um, so a lot is going to change over the next six weeks um, the district is still working on um, working with a uh, a face mask or a face covering policy we have to put one of those in place but I would stress to families that it's important that um prepare ourselves now, prepare our children now um, for the potential to have to be in some kind of a facial covering in the classrooms throughout the day. You know, now we have to come up with a way, you know, obviously we don't want our kids, we don't want our staff to have to be in a facial covering all day long. We want to have some opportunities for breaks and those types of things. That's a piece of the plan that we're still working through. But, it, you know, it's really about keeping everyone safe at this point to the best of our ability. Um, so we'll be working on that over the next six weeks. And I think we're going to hear a lot from the governor's office, uh, based on his, uh, time on meet the press and things yesterday. I think there's some, some good, some orders coming out of the governor's office. I think there's going to be more guidance from our health departments over the next few weeks. And a lot depends on what the numbers do as they continue to trend up. You know, we might be starting the year remotely. I'm not going to rule that out as an option. I think we have to be prepared for all of those variables. And we have to not only at the start of the year, but throughout the year as, you know, as we um, learn more about this, as we work through um, the different phases of, I guess, this pandemic and what's going on. So um, be prepared for that. But, you know, I think, um, you know, my goal is to have our district plan, um, upload it onto our website um, so that's a great spot to go and take a look at that we're going to be asking um, families by August 3rd to commit to um, if they want to do the online learning option they need to commit by August 3rd if not we're going to um, have those students assigned to a five day a week classroom and you know we need to get to the point we're at the time now 
where we have to get to a point of class lists, getting schedules, all those items finalized based on where we are. We all we all have to understand that there's going to have to be a level of flexibility going into this year. And, um, you know, much like it did in the spring, they announced on Thursday you're shutting down by Monday and we had to go to remote learning for the end of the school year. It, it could very easily happen in that manner again, and we have to do our best to be prepared for that. Um, and then look at my bullet points here. Um, you know, we've ordered face masks and shields for our staff. Um, you know, and we're working on finalizing some details as we get classrooms set up. We're looking to have some some spaces. It's hard, you know, when you have a face mask on, it's hard to not be muffled. So how are you going to not say that that impacts instruction? The governor's orders talked about if it impacts instruction, then there's ways that they can not have to have it on at all times. So trying to work through some of those, having some areas in the classroom when they can be working with kids from a distance, but having the option to be able to take their face covering off. Obviously, if we're right next to a student, we're going to have to have a face covering on for our staff. Um, let me see. Next on my list, bus routes. Um, bus routes are going to, you know, we're going to do our best to get as many kids on the bus as we can. Uh, we're going to be sitting students by families, and that's that's going to have to be the option. You're not going to get a pick to sit by, you know, a friend from the neighborhood, things like that. We're going to have to really um, try to associate by families. Um, and from the health department and our conversations there, uh, face coverings are going to have to be required of students riding a bus this year. Um, we just cannot get enough social distancing and be able to transport the numbers of students that we have to do. So um, that's going to have to be a part of the plan. Um, hand sanitizer, extra emphasis on washing, spacing out assigned seats in the cafeteria, um, you know, trying to regulate how often kids are going to lockers, those types of things. Those are all in the works. We're working on getting uh, reminder decals and things like that for around the um, around the buildings just to promote those good hygiene habits, um, trying to, you know, do the best that we can to have all of those um, routines in place with our with our custodial and maintenance crews to be able to you know when a classroom is vacant let's run through there sanitize it down before the kids return um trying to do those several times so we're still working on um a lot of those pieces but it's really at the point now where what we're going to be doing is i've got these points highlighted in a letter I'm going to be sending those out to families in the district um they'll have a if you want transportation fill it out or if you're saying you don't want it it'll be a checkbox that way we know how many kids are going to be on our buses if you want to do the online uh learning there'll be a registration form in there that needs to be submitted we're going to ask for those to be back to the district by august 3rd um, give people a little bit of time um, you can either mail them back or we're going to set up a google form so if you're you know tech savvy and those things you can just do it that way if you want to mail it that's perfectly fine too um, i am going to reiterate be checking our website we'll send out messages on our all call we'll send things on facebook we're going to do our best to keep communicating as the plan changes we're going to update people and send out an update um, you know it's it's a moving target and we're taking you know we're taking that stab in the dark as to where we are at this point in time 
and trying to get ready um, for the upcoming school year. And with every hope that we can welcome our staff and our students back and um, try to get back to a little bit of, of normal, um, I think that's a key piece um, for our students, for our staff. I, I know it's, you know, um, from being out here during the closures and things like that, there was nothing better than when we could start even just watching, you know, the kids come back for some conditioning and activities like that. And I think um, the energy was there with the kids. Um, I think, you know, there's a genuine excitement. Staff has been excited. You know, I think it's just anything we can do, um, to get back to what our district can do and um, what we're capable of is great. I, you know, I can't, you know, I think we did a great job in the spring. Our staff did a great job in the spring, but like I said, when I started tonight, it, there's nothing that replaces the time in the classroom, whether it's the, the socialization, whether it's the academic content that we just can deliver better in our classrooms than via you know, remote learning. Um, we just need to get back. You know, our kids are hungry for those opportunities that we all had when we were in school and um, bringing those things back to the forefront and hopefully, you know, being able to do that. You know, obviously it's now 6.20. So we, I've seen a 13 ABC alert come through, but definitely something uh could have hit the ticker by now. Uh, you know, the governor talks tomorrow, talks again on Thursday. Um, we're paying attention to all of those um, conversations and just trying to stay on top of things. And uh, we're meeting with the health department just about at least once a week, if not more, uh, with Seneca County Health Department. Uh, they've been a great help in looking over our plans. Uh, I think they feel good about the plan. They're getting us some answers on how to address you know, if someone gets sick in the district, you know, student, staff, you know, has family at home, they're going to give us that guidance. They're going to provide us communications that we can send out to families. Um, so we're still waiting on some of those pieces and parts to come in. Um, you know, the newest numbers that we had this morning when we were talking with Seneca County is that there was 27 active cases in the county. Uh, so, you know, that's it's slightly up from where we've been, um, which is not the direction that we want to be going, but I think it's, um, you know, she felt confident that we would still be in the yellow or the orange of the governor's rating systems this week. And, you know, we need to keep an eye on that. Um, we start going to red, then things start getting even trickier than what they already are with what you're going to do and, and how you're going to monitor those things. So um, just trying to, to stay on top of it. I know, you know, people are anxious to hear about this. We're anxious to get it out there. Um, but it's, it changes all the time. It changes all the time. And, you know, we were talking this morning, a month ago, you know, we numbers were really low in Seneca County. You would have thought there's no way that we couldn't be opening up our doors on schedule. Uh, we're hearing things that it could potentially be a state, um, possible suggestion of pushing back past Labor Day. I don't want to start the rumor mill, but that's just the, the life that we're living right now. Um, it's constantly in, in flux, and we have to um, just kind of deal with it as it comes, keep everybody updated, and um, hope for the best, and hope that, you know, 
many people in our community can stay as healthy as possible for as you know as long as possible. And um, if anyone does get sick, hopefully it's a, a as speedy of a recovery as it can be, and just kind of work through those variables as we go. There is a question from a member online. Um, the grade for students that have to be in, they have to be in to enroll online. We're going to run that all the way down to um, kindergarten on up, kindergarten through 12th grade. We're going to try um, to do that. I worry about our little kids going online, but we know that we might have to provide that option um, for, you know, peace of mind and comfort. So, um, we're going to work through those variables and we'll see what the numbers come back in as to who wants what options and we'll go from there. You're welcome, Zach. Thank you. 